Welcome back into DTC. This is LP. We got FP here. We're going to be previewing the Washington Redskins' second preseason game against the Green Bay Packers. Can you believe it, FP, that preseason is almost halfway through already? I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for preseason to be over. I know last uh, last podcast we were talking about how you wanted only two games and I only wanted four, but uh, or I was okay with four, but um, I'm getting impatient, man. I need I need the real thing. I need I need week one of the regular season to start. I need my routines to happen. I'm excited for it. Yeah, for me, it's just the two, four preseason games are too too much. I mean, we saw Trent Murphy get injured this week, and I think we're going to dive into that a little bit later. But I don't want to see injuries, and this team has a little bit too many injuries, but it's, you know, I guess it's part of the game. And at this point, there's nothing we can do to change that. Let's go ahead and dive into uh, the Green Bay Packers game. We're going to go through our four things to watch from LP and FP. Um, so, FP, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What's your number one thing to watch for? Or, or we'll go backwards. What's your number four thing to watch for? Ooh, number four thing. Um, speaking of injury, it's a pretty nice segue that we didn't plan there. Uh, replacing Sua, uh, I know he had his uh, surgery. Uh, everyone's saying he's fine. He should be back by week one. But let's say that is the case. Let's say he is back week one and it's not actually a deal. It is good practice to see what happens when an emergency comes up and you, you have to replace somebody last minute. And, and Sua would be one of the positions you worry about the most. What happens with that entire secondary when when one of them goes out? So, I mean, there's a lot of options. You could slide uh, DJ uh, to to strong safety you can bring him down you can put josh harvey clemens uh, up to to strong safety from from linebacker um he does have the speed and size but it, it's interesting i know you're always uh hesitant or cautious about the secondary i think back from like our our d'angelo hall and reed dowdy days and and Laurent landry constantly with a high ankle sprain i know i mean it feels like we can never catch a break with the, with the defensive secondary yeah, it's not that we can't ever catch a break, but after the game last week, we heard Jay Gruden come out and say, you know, it really wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big injury. And then all of a sudden we hear he had surgery. And I know there was different reports of, on different types of surgery he had, and I think maybe it was a meniscus or whatever it is. But it was just that we were misled last week into believing that this injury wasn't as bad as it really is. And with Sua's injury history, that's what concerns me. I, I know he's he's a hard worker or whatever he is, but, I mean, this is his second year in the NFL. Last year he had two injuries, right? He had the concussion early in the season. Then he had the bicep tear or whatever uh, it was. At this point, I'm not going to blame anybody for, the, for a concussion, though. I'm not going to put that in their injury list. <laughs> yeah, but FP, what I'm saying is that if you remember last year, his bicep injury, they refused to put him on IR. They said that he was coming back. He never came back. Yeah, but wasn't there also the- wasn't there also some like uh, semi drama with Bruce and 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 McLuhan and stuff that had to do with that injury too? There's there I don't think we got the full story on that injury. So I understand that he looks injury prone and you're you're going to be concerned about it. But I'm I mean come on the dude the dude's young. I I know for me if I went in for the smallest of surgeries, 
to be expected to play a football game in what three weeks would be miraculous. I can I could go in for a surgery and then sit out of the gym for another six months. So, <laughs> yeah, I know it's it, it, it's just it's a repeated thing with him, and you know I don't know if it's him or if it's the team or what it is, but the team there's that something that Sewer Cramming gets injured, and we never know what the truth is, and that's what bothers me. Um, but I think DeShazer Everett is someone to watch for this week. I think he's going to get the first crack at replacing Sua. This kid plays with a lot of passion, and we saw him um, last year when he was put into the game. I think it was against Philly, and he came up with a huge interception. The guy has really taken advantage of every time he's been put into play. So uh, I would yeah, watch I mean, for DeShazer, and he, he's a special teams demon. He's going to make the team. Let's see if he can kind of push – um, for maybe a backup uh, role or potentially a starter if, if Sua is down a little bit more. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. Let's let's close the topic on Sua. Let me ask this. What are the chances that Sua is on the field week one of the regular season? Give me a number. I'll give it, I'll give it 95%. 95. Wow. I was going to go like 40. Well, you're I'm the just, pessimist. I'm not. I'm. I'm really optimistic <laughs> on most things. I just with Sua's injuries, it keeps me up at night. <laughs> All right, I'll go my number four. I'm going to say wide receivers and specifically Ryan Grant. We heard uh, Jay Gruden uh, in his press conference today essentially say that this kid's going to catch a lot of balls. How many times have we heard Jay Gruden call Ryan Grant's name out as like someone who's a special hero? He's like been on the who's, team. For what three years, right? He's been on the team for years? way too long. That's what it so is. So we've heard it. We've heard it nine hundred times, roughly. That's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. And then with these injuries at wide receiver, um, Doxon may play. Crowder may play. My guess is that neither of them play. I want to see what Ryan Grant can actually do. Like, given first team reps in a preseason game, show me what you can do. I know you did it against the third team. You know, the past four years in, in preseason. But show me what you can do against the number ones. Show me what you can do um, with extended playing time. Because I don't believe, I'm not a believer in Ryan Grant, but Jay Gruden is. And I'm actually a believer in Jay Gruden's talent evaluation. So I really want to see what Ryan Grant can come with. Is uh, what, what happened to Maurice Harris? Is he hurt? Is he is he playing? What's going on with him? I want to see he him. Was, he was hurt. He got hurt the first week in, in preseason. I don't remember exactly what the injury was, but it was something, and he hasn't seen the field since then. So I think I think I don't think he's playing Saturday, but I think I saw something that said he's coming back to to practice, or he was back at practice this week, or on the sidelines of practice. Um, I, he, I'm I'm excited for him over Ryan Grant. I would like to see somebody beside, literally anyone besides Ryan Grant, uh, be in a in a backup position for wide receivers, but. Um, it'll be the same. Like I agree with you, Doxon and Crowder probably aren't going to play. They basically said that Doxon came back, looks okay, but he's probably not going to play until week three uh, against what it's uh, Cincinnati or whoever. Um, at this point, why why risk anyone who's semi injured to play? I mean, it's week two yeah. of preseason. Who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, care about help. Last week, last week I was talking about how I wanted the guys to get hit and and have the cobwebs come off of them, and I'll go ahead and retroactively say. I really didn't mean like the skill positions, right? I don't want the receivers out there. I don't want the safeties out there, the corners out there. I want 
people that are supposed to hit and get hit. So basically I was talking about the linemen and the D linemen and the backers. That's really what I want. So yeah, I agree with you. Skill receivers, skill backs, bubble wrap them, let them, let them just, because it's more athleticism than, than anything at that point. So let, let's protect them and go into the season healthy. All right. What do you got for your third uh, most important thing to watch this Saturday when the Redskins face the Green Bay Packers here at FedEx Field? Uh, a lot of it is going to be how Minuski handles the Trent Murphy injury and what our rotation looks like with the outside linebackers. So uh, I think Preston Smith, you were just telling me, may still be hurt or has some bum ankle or whatever. Um, so he may not play, but you have what Chris Carter and uh, what's his face? Uh, Trail. What's his first name? Linden. Linden Trail. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious just to see. I, I like Minuski already. I mean, all the positive vibes that we got off of uh, the first week against Baltimore, everything sucked except everyone's like, ah, well, the defense didn't really suck. So um, I like Minuski. I think he's, he's going to be um, on point with his rotations. Um, I, I'd like to see who he kind of leans on more because uh, I think that's going to play a big part in the regular season or in um, th- those games that we like. We just need to keep fresh bodies in. So I'm I'm really curious about that. You're absolutely right. That's this is a really thin position that we have on the on this team right now. We we had a lot of depth and now we don't. We have a lot of injuries. You had Houston Bates go down early in the year. And then now you have Trent Murphy going down. So this is a tough position to see what's going to happen. Because we know Junior's not going to play. And even if he is ready, please sit him out. There's absolutely no need for Junior to be on the field. (laughs) You know Ryan Kerrigan's going to get limited reps. Um, You know Preston Smith's not going to play. It's really thin back there. So essentially you're going to have... I think they said Ryan Anderson was... uh was out sick or for something something he didn't he didn't really practice this week or towards the end of the week too so you're you're exceptionally thin yeah i mean you you essentially have people who are probably not going to make an nfl roster playing this um this weekend at that position so that also brings up the point of you're really going to test the defensive line you're really going to test the jonathan allen you know the first few drives to see if he can penetrate that offensive line with no help on the wings. Yeah, um, that's very true. Yeah, so, and and the McLeans and um, the rest of the defensive line. So, we'll see there. Um, I think that's a, that's a good good point, good thing to watch. Um, especially, we know that Mineski is really hands-on with the outside linebackers as, you know, he pretty much coached them last year. Um, so, so, we'll see there. My third uh, most important thing to watch for... On Saturday is Samaje Pirine. So everyone is high on Samaje. Everyone is high on Samaje. All I'm we hear is Samaje, Samaje, Samaje. Maybe high. it's his name. Maybe Pirine. Whatever it is. I heard on CSN earlier this week that Rick Doc Walker projected Samaje Pirine as the fifth best pick in the NFL draft. Um, fifth, as in, like, I think for pick. running backs or overall? No. Overall, uh, <laughs> of um, skill players, wow! So that's I mean, he, a lot. He I was mean, the so. the strongest. I think he was the strongest in the draft. Which you you see that? I mean, sorry, I kind of interrupted you, but you want the strength to show through, right? Yeah, but we didn't see that last week. I mean, he he didn't. I'll say he didn't live to expectations. 
for at least for me. I didn't see anything that I saw out of him, and I was like, man, I like this guy. Yeah, I didn't but see I that. mean, it's his first NFL. It's his first time tasting an NFL game. Is that the right term? Tasting? Yeah, it's kind of uh, sexual. It's his first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his first time, but that's why I, I have him on this list, and I will probably have him on this list all the way through the end of preseason because I want to know if this guy is ready to play week one, if he's ready to play week five, or if he's not ready until like week ten. Because um, Fat Rob is is awesome, but who's going to spell Fat Rob when? It, when it's not Chris Thompson, I don't. I don't know if this team is going to carry four backs. Um, if they carry three, it's going to be Samaje, Fat Rob, and Chris Thompson. If they carry four, you know who who knows what it, who it is. Maybe Mac Brown. Maybe somehow um, I completely blanked on his name. Uh, Matt Jones finds a way on this <laughs> on this team. I, I highly doubt his it. His name's worth blanking on, really. I mean, but Matt Jones actually had a had a fantastic run last game. And well, yeah, he Scott was a higher draft off Scott McLuhan put his name on the line on Twitter for Matt Jones. And he said, this guy's going to be an animal. I mean, so, if, you're, if you're fired, can your name really be on the line? <laughs> that's true. He does have his own <laughs> I, scouting uh, service, though. Yeah, yeah that you tried to get a job for. No, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this with P. Ryan. I'm not so concerned about it. Um, really, what everybody should do and what I'll probably do is you really want to watch the few runs that he had in uh, in Baltimore and then watch what he does on Saturday. And I don't need to see a long run. I don't need to see a 30-yard run. I don't need to see him hit hit the second level and go to the silence. I don't need to see any of that. I need to see patience and then commit to the gap that he's supposed to run through. No hesitation. Patience, no hesitation. Doesn't really sound like they go together. But when you're a running back, you need to have patience, let the play develop, let your blockers move their feet for those one to two seconds, and then you commit to that gap. You don't second-guess it. So that's what I want to see from him. I want to see all that strength go 100% through that gap, and then that's when he's going to break through. That's when he's going to get to the second level. That's when he can do the amazing things that could essentially make him the the fifth-best pick. But patience and then... No hesitation. But, yeah, I agree with you. You, you, you want to see if he goes from, from a week one to a week five to a week ten. Well, like, where is he going to fall in that spectrum? I think that by week two, week three of the regular season, he will be in constant rotation with Fat Rob. Yeah, but it's possible. I mean, to give him the benefit of the doubt, he didn't run behind the first team offensive line last week. He ran by behind the second team, which actually our second team offensive line is pretty stellar, to be honest. But four, um, yeah. Well, some of them could start too. But anyways, that's not the point. I, I think I, I just I want to see him take that next step forward. Um, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But for me, if I'm the head coach, he gets zero playing time week one. Zero. Zero. He dropped the ball last week. That's the whole reason why Matt Jones is on the bench and why Matt yeah, Jones well, is about to I be mean, looking for a job. But then you got to look into matchups, right? What do the Eagles really have on on defense to to not capitalize that, right? So we've been saying when you and I break down the schedule that that Eagles game is the the most winnable NFC East game that we have is that Week One Eagles game. So if he does prove 
semi-adequate at running the ball, maybe just red zone carries or whatever. Um, why not? Obviously, if Fat Rob is tearing off 20-yard runs or, or first down after first down, don't don't change your hot hand. But if he's proving adequate, I would say go for it. I just – I don't – after week one, I don't – week one of preseason, I don't trust him. But that's why he's on my list, and that's why I want to see – what he can do for the rest of the, the preseason. Good point. Good point. All right. For All right. Me, where, where are we on? Number number. We're two? on number two. Uh, what do I have? Uh, Phil Taylor, my boy. I gave him a shout out last uh, last podcast. Um, he's emerging as essentially the number one nose tackle. I want to see how many snaps he plays. I want to see how good he does. I think essentially he... He was the guy when we went into our uh, our base. Um, I want to see how well he does, how good. I, I want to. Uh, I just want to see him drop uh, Aaron Rodgers. That that would be awesome, or just uh, swallow some some double double blocking. Um, but on top of that, on top of Phil Taylor emerging, is you have to realize why that is, and that's because Terrell McLean, the free agent from the Cowboys, is falling in the depth chart, and that is concerning because a you spent money on him in the free agency b you could have just brought kept swaggy i think what wasn't the price essentially kind of the same thing for him or am i mistaken on that i think swaggy got paid a lot more a lot more yeah swaggy got paid ridiculous oh no uh mclean mclean got paid the difference of what we didn't want to pay swaggy something like that yeah well regardless he got paid pennies compared to swaggy well, regardless, he's a 29-year-old that that did well on the Cowboys, right? Like they had a decent run D last year. I think they were like first at one point for run defense. Um, but 29-year-old guy falling down the depths, you you gotta hope that he can pick himself up. I want, I mean, the D line is so so important, and it could be because I played it way back when when I wasn't fat, but. <laughs> I I I'm I, I want to see what happens. I want to see him not not be complete crap. I mean, he showed some promise last week. He showed that he belongs in this league. Well, I, I think he's another one. Let's see how he can do two weeks in a row. Let's see how he can do four weeks in a row. Let's see his you know his health. Right. Um, he obviously suffered you know pretty bad health scares. Like I guess what for the past two years or whatever couldn't stay healthy. So. Well, I guess we'll see about that stuff. Yeah. What about My you? number what you two, got? I have Nico Marley. Nico Marley was probably the MVP of, of preseason week one. The dude was everywhere. He was flying around the field. I think he's only listed at 5'9". He looks like he's less than 5'9". And the guy just was flying everywhere and, and couldn't be stopped. So I want to see what he can do two weeks in a row. Is he the defensive Ryan Grant? Is he, you know, <laughs> going to be the next uh, Lorenzo Alexander um, type player? We'll see. I mean, he's obviously much shorter than Lorenzo, but but I like what the guy showed. He showed some promise. He showed some some heart. Um, they, so they called I, him I a firecracker, what, right? Did that what Jay, they call him? Jay Gruden called him a firecracker on defense. You think but, anyone uh, messes up and calls him Bob? All the, uh, I I could only imagine the jokes that he gets from from everybody else about uh about being Bob Marley's grandson or godson or whatever he is. Um, I think it's his grand. Uh, Bob Marley's his grandfather. 
Do you think? Do you think the league is like keeping an eye on him because of obvious like known reasons that are associated? That would be so, with his... would be so stereotypical. Can't do that. Oh, because the NFL isn't full of stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what did Josh Norman get drug tested every like third day last season? Yeah, well, if he if he's an idiot and pulls out the arrow this week or this year, he's probably gonna find another reason to be on the 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 radar. So, NFL's stupid. I hate the NFL, but I can't wait for it to start. Back to <laughs> Nico Marley. Can he put any <laughs> string to back to back games? That that's my number two thing to watch. All right, okay. what's your number one thing to watch, Paul FP? Um. I think we touched on it a little bit when we were talking P. Ryan, but it will be the offensive line. We sucked last week, right? You didn't keep awful. You didn't keep Kirk up. You didn't generate plays. You didn't get let the running backs do anything. And granted, the Ravens have a, a, a good defense, but so do the Packers, right? Dom Capers is notorious for his blitzes. Uh, he has this thing that he's been talking about all offseason, the, the nitro defense, where essentially he's sliding a safety down to play linebacker. Nothing crazy, right? It, it sounds like everybody does that, but Dom Capers is a blitzing genius. So if he's disguising it right and they attack our line, that's worrisome. I want to see how we pick up those disguised blitzes because that is literally the definition of the regular season is all those disguised plays come out. So, I mean... Really, I mean, it's a stellar line, right? So I want to see what happens. I want to see Spencer Long not let the middle collapse. I want to see Morgan Moses earn his money. Trent, I'm not worried about Trent. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to see. I want the really the only way you can you can judge it is how effective the running backs are and how much time Kirk has. That's the only way you can judge it, unless you're sitting there in slow motion and seeing what the coaches are going to be looking at, which is hand placement and no penalties and chopping their feet. But it's it's a big deal because if that line plays up to their talent, all these issues that we've been talking about for the past three weeks just flush down the toilet and we're an amazing team. It all depends yeah. on, on the O-line. They, they were awful last week. I mean, going into the season, going into preseason, going into camp, we were all under the expectation that this was the strength of our team, our offensive line. Um, you had like the best offensive uh, backup tackle in the league who could start on many teams. You have great depth on the inside. Um, you know, uh, Morgan Moses with a big extension, but they just didn't play up to their expectations last week. And I kind of chalked that up to just a fluke, like just six bad plays. And they'll, I think, they'll get back to it. I think it's it's what I've been preaching last week and this week a little bit was you need to get hit, you need to shake the cobwebs off. I think I think enough of that happened in week one, and I'm sure uh, Callahan, now that he's OC, is going to be all about fixing them because he's close with them, right? He he likes his boys, so that also sounded very wrong, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I think I think they'll 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 pick it up this week. I hope they do. They need to. They need to. But I'm not too concerned about them. Like I said, I'm I'm just, I don't know. I'm just there's some parts of this team I'm I'm really not concerned about. Um. So my number one thing to watch is obviously Kirk, Kirk, not Kurt, Kirk, 
cousins. How long until and that joke becomes old? Never. I can. I. I'm already irritated at all the Dealey commentators that we're gonna have just harping on his name. It's. I'm already annoyed. No, I, the Dealey commentators will probably call him Kurt. They're no smarter than Bruce Allen. <laughs> we 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 are better than the Dealey commentators. FP. Oh, you, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember how bad they they butcher people's on Redskins name? Like, like as if as if they don't even go through the the roster before the game starts. They literally. All kinds of people. Oh, well, how many how many CBS games do we have this week? That's the worst. I'll, I'd I'd rather take D League commentating from Fox over A League CBS. Am I? <laughs> the yeah, CBS, CBS is horrible. And the field looks darker. <laughs> Just I don't know. CBS yeah. stinks. It's like they're seven twenty over ten eighty because they're trying to save a penny. I don't, I don't know. But anyways, what were you gonna say about Kirk? Um, I don't know. I just want to be a, a D League commentator. That's all I can think about right now. <laughs> I'm, I mean, Kirk, I'm sure Kirk, you're Kirk. in the deep league already. So. I want to see a sustained drive. I want to see a touchdown on the first drive of the game. Um, I don't think he's going to play much, but I want to see success out of the offense. Um, and I put nope. him as number one, as in not not in the way that I watched RG3, because I watched RG3, and I just I was hoping that he would do well because I was sick of getting um, clowned at work and, you know, <laughs> amongst all my non-Redskins friends who just, you know, everyone knew RG3 stunk, but except for us Redskins fans, we thought he was the next best thing. So, Well, um, he didn't do anything his first year, right? So he just shocked everyone week one of the regular season, uh, his rookie year. But then we got crap for the second year and the uh, just the, the second, second year. year, the third year, the fourth year. <laughs> Whatever it was. Still so get crap for him. I, yeah, we still get crap for him. <laughs> so I want to see Kirk. I just want to see a sustained drive. I don't want to, like, like I said, not as in the, the RG3 way, but I just want to see sustained drive just to give me peace about this offense. Like, you know, we're going to be okay. Um, and, and I really think we are going to be okay. But also from the pure entertainment value of um, I want to see like a glimpse of real football. And Kirk gives us that. So he is my number one. Um, go Kirk, we love you, man. <laughs> Get us a touchdown. Yeah, Take I mean, bring us, bring us a Super Bowl. Yeah, bring us a Super Bowl, and then hopefully you'll want to stay. Uh, no, I agree with you, honestly. Hey, he does want to stay. He he just told Sal Palantonio this week that uh, he would like to stay. He okay in I'm, Washington I'm, for his. I'm glad the rest you brought that career. up. We we really need to to wrap up because we're we're probably boring everyone. Hopefully not, but I'm glad you brought that up because you have to say that. You have to say that. Even if you don't want to stay, you have to say that because why would you alienate yourself from your fan base before the regular season? Of course he wants to stay. You're an idiot if you don't say you want to stay. So, I don't let, know. Let, let, come on. I'm a sucker on. and I believe anything the guy says. Look, at if you were at your job right now and you hated it and you despised it and every time your manager walked in, you wanted to punch him in the face you wanted to quit. You wanted to go do what the rest of the, the world does and hide in the, the, the bathroom stall for 30 minutes just to have peace. If you had the opportunity to go somewhere else, right? Or let's say you got an offer letter, but you can't let your current job know about it so that you don't lose a severance package or whatever. You're going to pretend that it's the best job in the world. Your manager comes up to you. You're going to smile. You're going to shake his hand. You're going to show up to work. You're going to do your job. Everyone's going to think everything's great until you bounce. That's the way the world works. That's exactly what's going to happen in the NFL. It yeah, I, 
You're right. You're right. But I'm telling you, something about Kirk, I just believe anything he says at face value. I don't think he's a liar. I don't think he fabricates things. I'm a, I'm stupid. I just I believe people too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll agree that you're stupid. Oh, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. No, I will agree uh, at least for for week two. I want to see efficiency between the twenties. Do not show off your back shoulder fade in the red zone because that's going to be our bread and butter. That's all we're going to do. How was that showing off? You we did it all last year. It's just weren't connected yeah but don't don't let him preseason. don't let him see it with the with the big guys right like hide it hide there's something nothing, i mean there's nothing special about a back shoulder fade you run you turn that back shoulder the ball comes down hey look you're not giving away your place just get me good between the 20s and then we'll hope p ryan and, and tp can do the rest but yeah um i'm i'm good that's everything for me what are what are your final thoughts on the game, on the Redskins season, on on what's happened this week in training camp, or in, uh, back in, in Ashburn. Um, I don't really have much. It is preseason. I I just want to see. I I don't want to be bored by by second quarter. That's really the ultimate goal. So, uh, it's hard during preseason, but I don't want to be bored. And I will say, I do have a sort of fanboy crush on Aaron Rodgers. I love everything about Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I'm also excited to see if we can get to Aaron Rodgers. And he's going to be a good test for the, the secondary, so I, I want to see something there. Does, does Aaron Rodgers even play in preseason? <laughs> Probably not. I, 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 would not I would be surprised I, if I saw him on the sideline. As much as I love Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't be shocked if he came out for one play, threw a touchdown to Jordy, and then they just sat on the sideline. That's probably going to happen. Hopefully Jordy gets injured. Uh, that's kind of messed up. Uh, he, I always, I always draft him on fantasy, and and it, somehow he never, never does anything. He's always injured. Why would you draft him? Because he's always injured, so he always drops to like the fifth round. And I think I'm gonna. That's be why he's dropping because he's injured. He doesn't play. <laughs> well, if anyone play. plays fantasy against me, I need to play in a fantasy league against you. You are this this year. My final thoughts. Redskins second preseason game is I don't think skins starters are going to play much um, despise what despite what J- Jay says and what the rest of the team says I don't think they play much I just want to see the team get out uh, get out of the game healthy unscathed I want to see the offense score some points whether that's first team offense second team offense third team offense just want to see something clicking um, I think uh, I'll be happy when the when the week two preseason game is over that only means two more awful preseason games and we'll get to the regular season we're less than a month away from week one so um we'll see where it goes i think that's it for us we are out